3: this is the bob cordaro show the bob cordaro show that's life
2: that's life.
0: That's what all the people say you're riding high in april shot down in may but i know i'm gonna change that tune when I'm back on top, back on top in June, I said that's life. Great good morning, everyone. It is Friday, May 5th, A Cinco de Mayo, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and I am he. Well, broadcasting today from what is still the United States of America, the place where the brave, like Mickey Witek of Kingston, late of Luzerne, Luzern, late of Kingston, have made us and kept us free, where we were founded with a certain knowledge and understanding that government is not our parent, our guide, our salvation, not any of these things, but is nothing more than a necessary evil. Remember that. This is the country where, for the first time in history, freedom was declared to be an unalienable right granted by God, not something to be parceled out or controlled by government. Our great American Constitution ensures and codifies freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, economic freedom, and, yes, freedom of the press. And armed with these freedoms, a ragtag bunch of immigrants and rejects created the richest, most powerful, most culturally diverse and accepting nation and culture ever to grace this beautiful planet Earth. America, the only place specifically invented and designed so that every American can live their life in the manner they choose unlimited by their background, upbringing, race, color, or creed, unhindered by the government or those who would use government to control others for their own comfort or benefit. This show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. And this program brought to you by Pizza Bella Mountaintop. Home of the Zero Carb Pizza Crust. And that's at the mountaintop location, only Route 309 mountaintop. And this hour is going to be shared by the marjon Golf Course. Well, the, the weather, you could just feel it. The weather's there, time to golf. And go to the Marjon, Jefferson Township. It's the best bargain in go- local golf, without any doubt. And then Dunmore Lumber. 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. See Ron, Gary, or Michelle beat the big box blues. They give you the same selection, the same price, the same service or better, and the convenience is off the charts. Pull up right in front, walk in, get what you want, and leave. (laughs) Not parking in acres of parking lots. That's what, and and you're shopping local. So the Club for Common Sense has adjourned for today. I'm sorry, we've convened for today. What the hell? And we are honoring Mickey Whitech. He was uh, born in Luzerne, late of Kingston. And Joe Caravis. Sent this into us. He is a veteran we've honored. And he, he just wanted us to honor Mickey Whitech, Nicholas Joseph Whitech. Born December 19th, 1915. Mickey Whitech went on to an outstanding baseball career after his graduation in 1933 from Luzerne High School, where he excelled in football and baseball. Whitech, who hitched to his first professional tryout, Eventually joined the Yankee organization in 1936, the heyday of the Yankees. The Yankees first assigned him to Norfolk of the Class B Piedmont League. Then he went to play for the Newark Bears of the International League. He batted 329 in 1938 and was named the International League All-Star Team. We know from, uh, I still call them the Red Barons, the Rail Riders, that this is a big deal. White tech hit 331 the next year and was named the league's most valuable player. He made it to the major, major leagues with the Giants in 1940, and he remained with them and finally the New York Yankees until 1948. However, in 1944 and 45, Whitech's career was interrupted while he served in the United States Coast Guard during World War II. He retired with a career batting average of 277. He's inducted into the Luzerne County Sports Hall of Fame in 1986. His wife was Virginia Whitech. She was from West uh, Ridge Street, Shavertown. We lost her in February of 2004. Two children, Nicholas Whitech, Cocoa Beach, Florida, and Denise Stefanowitz, Loyalville. Mickey died August 24th of 1990 in Kingston. He's at St. John's Cemetery, and this is just fascinating, and a fellow veteran that that wanted to honor someone, and, you know, I just thought it was, I thought it was great, and so we'll be talking about Mickey Witek today. Uh, all right, so Bob Cudor with you, and a couple of things going on. One is this, I'm sure you've heard of this subway situation. And the other is, these. Are, I mean, these. we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. 570-883-0098 to call or to text. And the subway situation in New York City. Okay, 27 deaths in the subway. And this marine comes up with two other people. By the way, one of them African American. Race had nothing to do with it. Nothing. Once again, the race hucksters are at it. The left wing lunatics are at it. I mean, if if airheads like AOC, I, I just say they're a disgrace. They truly are. You're on a subway car. Now these things accelerate. Uh, rapidly, And this 24-year-old former Marine sees a situation where a guy's threatening everybody in the car, getting in everybody's faces. He administers a chokehold. Now, those I've, I've, I've seen it done. You knock somebody out, that's it. Now, he was struggling so much during the chokehold that two other people came in, one an African-American. And I I believe one a Latino. So they they put this guy down and unfortunately and sadly, he died at a hospital after he was taken away. And now because of the left-wing lunatics, their left-wing lunatic district attorney, who... When the, the the normal people, the cops and the lower levels uh, U.S. or uh, assistant district attorneys looked at the case, they sent the guy home. Like, okay, it's self defense. Period. Reasonable force. Period. Not an effort at lethal force. But now Alvin Bragg's got to please these fools who are protesting all around New York City. Claiming racism, claiming this, claiming that. And you have a man, 42 arrests. Among them, women. I believe several different women. I know several different women. It might be as many as five. And so, the guy who eventually died, he, he was a savage. He was a savage. He was mentally ill. He wasn't given any kind of treatment, apparently. We lament the loss of life, but nobody knew what he was going to do. They know there's massive violence on these subways. And fortunately, before anyone innocent could be killed or hurt, this Marine, who should be a hero, intervened in the situation. Not with a weapon, but in self-defense. And now, since everything is upside down with the left, they're trying to make the homeless lunatic with 42 arrests, many of them for violent assault, including one that caused permanent damage to a woman because the guy was nothing but a bully. They're trying to blame the hero and praise the dangerous person, the person who initiated the person who caused the problem. We're going to watch it. We're going to see what happens. But this is state of play in left-wing cities. It's, it's, it's a remarkable thing. And then the other is that, that, that it just – and I haven't talked about it initially – this uh, letter that came out during the election, disavowing 51 former intelligence supposed experts. Now, these are the fools who are wrong about everything from the collapse of Ukraine to Iraq and weapons of mass destruction to everything. But somehow they still have credibility. And they use that credibility to help Joe Biden get elected. And they're now all admitting it. Well, this was just to get Joe Biden elected. I didn't really read it. I didn't know if it was true that Hunter's laptop was uh, Russian disinformation. But we didn't want Trump to win. So they use their credibility, our belief in institutions of government, to sway an election. It's remarkable. And if they're not apologizing to the American people, and, and they should be apologizing to their agencies, whether it be State Department, Defense Department, or CIA, for even attempting to get involved and to destroying the credibility of those very agencies with their lie about the Hunter Biden laptop. Now... We talked about it briefly yesterday, and I'm going to talk about it when we get back. Uh, this new whistleblower thing on direct evidence of Joe Biden. But, and I shouldn't say direct. We have enough direct evidence on evidence of Joe Biden directly taking bribes, not through his family. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone
4: Napoleon died on the 5th of May 1821 on the island of St Helena in his 52nd year. An autopsy was performed on the body which showed that Napoleon had had a stomach illness which had subsequently developed into a hemorrhage from which he died. Since Napoleon was relatively young at his death, rumours spread that he'd actually been poisoned. Some people thought that it might have been the wicked British... Others maintaining that it was French royalists who'd done it. Now, there's actually no evidence for poisoning. And on the other hand, we have an autopsy report which is perfectly consonant with modern science, which shows that Napoleon died of a stomach illness. There really is no reason to go any further.
0: the blue. Be so can you imagine the thrill of hearing that sound in 1956? Well, a lot of people could at the time. And on this date in 56, Elvis had his first number hit, number one hit with Heartbreak Hotel. And before that, I thought, Johnny, and I actually disagree on this. I thought the death of Napoleon Bonaparte was important. And he passed on uh, May 5th of 1821. Good riddance to the little tyrant. He caused massive agony for the French, for the Russians, and for all of continental Europe. Death and destruction and mayhem for his little power-hungry... And see, this is why we have a constitution here in the United States, to prevent a little twerp like that from wreaking havoc. And if we give the government, continue to give the government more and more and more power, we will get a Napoleon Bonaparte. We will get we have an obviously an incompetent bumbling fool of a leader right now joe biden and kamala harris my gosh i i still find it hard to believe i'm i'm still shocked by it my sensibilities are shocked by who our leaders are how stupid they are how incapable they are how idiotic their ideology is uh, it, it, it's a remarkable thing, it really is, and and then what a disgrace Joe Biden is! What a slime ball he is, G- denying his own granddaughter, taking money hand over fist through his drug-addled son. And I used to not talk about him, but it just kept coming to mind what a slime ball this kid was, and he is a kid never had to grow up senator's son just like the song Ugh, man what 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 reprobates what disgusting people they are you deny your own granddaughter that's the see that's the whipped cream on the spit and the cherry That proves that everything else we've been saying about Joe Biden is true, that he's a scumbag reprobate beneath contempt. That's just what he is. Well, again, when I talk about that fool, I have to go to something good. Following it, and Mary Regina has uh, accommodated me with Mother Teresa for today, May fifth. <sighs> Jesus has a deep and personal longing to have you for himself. Yep. He wants you to he wants you to love him and he he wants you to know his love. And someone who expressed that through his own whole life, Mickey Whiteek. Born Luzerne, late of Kingston, and Joe Karavis, who lives in the house that Mickey Whitech lived in before he passed, sent us this information. He, he also, uh, Joe also, well, I'm going to save that for next hour, but Joe Karavis himself served, and he's 81 years old, and I'll, I'll talk more about him When we get back, Uh, next hour rather. So, the subway thing. And we've got somebody calling in about it, Clive from Beaumont. Hey, Clive. Yes.
3: Good morning, Bob. Go ahead, my man. Yes, I wish I had some good news for you this morning, but unfortunately I don't. As America continues to come apart at the seams Every single day, but anyhow, uh, you know, I, my wife and I just came back from vacation. We were in Kansas City, among other places, and made a trip to the National World War One Museum. And a segment, a well, large segment that's of where that it is we're in in Kansas City. Yes, World War Two Museum National is in. Uh, New Orleans. But anyhow, uh, they had a segment, a rather large segment with facts and figures and movies uh, about the run-up to World War I, the events and the people and the happenings that caused World War I to uh, take place, of course, set off with the assassination of the Archduke. And Bob, I got to tell you, I see so many similarities and parallels there uh, today and where we're headed in this world, and we are, my friend, headed for World War III. I'm hoping not,
0: but with the idiots we have in charge, from Biden (laughs) to whoever his brain trust is, and and, and what's the oddest thing? Is that there is an establishment, deep state, whatever you want to call it, fervor, for unseating Putin uh, as the head of uh, Russia, I, I don't understand it. How they think they can manipulate? They do. They they just it, there's this revolting arrogance of our ruling class who don't deserve to be our ruling class that they can manipulate events. It doesn't matter if it's the weather the climate it doesn't matter what it is they can manipulate they're smart enough to know and they're going to do it for us even if it's bad for the world and 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 this i i don't know i it, it's bad stuff and us pushing uh ukraine to be part of nato was the last straw and then then the weakness biden displayed in the energy sector and in the foolish, disgusting withdrawal from Afghanistan, cemented it for Putin. He also met the craven old fool
3: too, so that didn't help. Well, you're right, and and uh, World War Three may very well start in the Ukraine Russian theater. Uh, if not there, it will be China and Taiwan or the Middle East, which seems to be heating up as of less. But think about this for a minute. How many more billions of people do we have today compared to 1914 at the onset of uh, World War One? And the world population is exploding, the friction is increasing, diminishing, and we're headed for a bad, bad scene. I hope I'm wrong, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I am. Well, on that happy note, Clive,
0: <laughs> we, <laughs> well,
3: we, <laughs> it's the best I
0: can do, Bob. <laughs> Listen, you tell the truth as you see it, we'll deal with it, okay? This is not a, right. this is not but, a snowflake show. <laughs> exactly. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Clive. You too. Do you remember, there's two things, and I think I talked about one of them before. When you were a little kid, and they said, oh, take a sip of beer. I just remember that crispness, that taste, and I can't find it in beer nowadays. And everybody brings these IPAs and whatever, but real beer. I mean, something changed. The water, something changed. I'm not sure what it is, but I'd love if somebody could come up with an old-style beer, like from the 60s. And then... Uh, not heartbreaking. I would never raise it to that level, but, uh, cutie and I were food shopping, which is a rarity for me because I, then I buy too much and I eat like an animal, but on the way out, I see juicy fruit gum. So I, I said, geez, I haven't had that in years. Uh, so I get the juicy fruit gum and let me tell you, It stinks. It was no good, had no flavor, the flavor didn't stay, nothing. And I'm saying, did I remember it wrong or did they cheapen the product? Why these things are on my mind today, I don't know. But uh, because we're the club for common sense. We have to be wary of what is happening all around us. So that crisp, old-school taste of beer and the... uh, Juicy fruit disappointment. Those things are on my mind. They, they truly are. All right, let's go. Let's go to the
2: phones here. Abe from Wilkesbury. How are you, Abe? Good. good well, good morning. Um, first off, uh, yeah, I want to thank you. Um, when, when you know when I, that thing was going on, I could hear in the radio over the phone. It wasn't the phone; it was on the radio, and it was amazing and. But oh, so, many very apes. so
0: you had so many people concerned about you including myself well, and Johnny uh,
2: well, so where we were relieved <laughs> but it's not just me you know it's 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 Lorraine how many times did people get worried when Lorraine was not heard from I know. And, other, and, and you know what I'm saying is here in Wilkesbury in the Northeast we have compassion I don't know if we would have that kind of compassion in a Philly talk show, and uh, it, it just—I yeah, don't—I
0: don't agree with you. I, I'll say this, but but uh, the, the the key thing that you—the point you make—I've said this, and I mean it. This is a large dysfunctional family, and some of us Disagree. disagree some people that listen daily disagree vehemently with what I say, uh, at least most of it. So we're just a large, dysfunctional family, and we were worried about our Abe that day. Well, <laughs> for those well, of you who don't remember, it. Abe was on the phone with me, and then there was this sound like the phone had dropped, and then nothing. <laughs> so we called him, found out he was okay, and then he texted us and said he was okay. <laughs>
2: um, a reason I'm really calling, um, I think the world is getting better. You know, that Marine no matter how it pans out, the bottom line is two other guys got up and helped him. And yet, and yet a month ago, a woman was raped on the train and not one passenger got up to help. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is I don't think nine 11 would have happened. Nine 11 was taken with carton cutters. I don't think it could have happened today. Because people will be I, I, alert. I think I think we have more heroes than we realize, and I just hope heroes don't don't get punished. But I'm just saying that I do I do believe that people are getting involved more. And those three and, people,
0: you know what, Abe? I'm very happy that you gave us that perspective on the incident because you're right. I, it's like a light bulb when you know lit up over my head. Uh Yeah, three people stepped in. We're here to four. People were on their own as victims in the subway. I, I just hope that, that this ass Alvin Bragg doesn't do anything to uh, crush that spirit. I, I, I truly hope so.
2: Well, I hope you're right. I just wanted to throw that in there. And again, again... Thank you and your listeners for the concern. It was, it was a beautiful thing.
0: Well, we're happy you're with us, Abe. Thank you very much. You take care. All right. I had another thought that I was going to share with. Oh, I, I, Abe, if you're hopefully you're you're listening and can hear, let me give you my view of humanity. All right, we're always going to have jealousy and evil and all these things, but I view it as a car or a wheel rolling. Now remember, when you watch a wheel, it appears to be going backwards, even as it is propelling you forward. And we could be have an opportunity as Americans to break through this insanity. Because it's become so regressive. And they're rolling us backwards, yet we're still moving forward. I see this in cities. Like, I was in Philly a couple weeks ago. And it seems like a city, and I've talked about this in the past, it's almost a living organism that wants to live despite horrible idiots as leaders. And this, just as Abe said, this defense of fellow humans by three men who stepped up to the plate in the face of a crazy person, violent person, a serial uh, assaulter, they stepped up. And, and that's, I'm happy, I'm happy he brought that point up. That's a good thing. Matt texts in, and this, this captures it. Hi, Bob, LTS, LTS back at you. Once again, a criminal, and that reminds us of George Floyd, is being lionized when their actions caused their demise. Yes. You don't go threatening people and, and, and have any reasonable expectation that somebody's not going to respond. He continues, the race hucksters seize upon these unfortunate instances to further racial division in this country and demonize uh, order. Disgusting, says Matt. And you are right. On on another subject we talk about, it is an honor to have the title of grandmother or grandfather. And Biden is not worthy of the title grandfather. Honestly, that is. Child is better off as far away from him as possible because of his perverted ways. And you may be right. You may be right. And somebody texts in, gimme, 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 Gibbons. Now, I don't know if Gibbons is one of the beers that I remember tasting. But it very well could have been. You know, you get that little sip. Now, somebody says everything tastes different. McDonald's tastes, uh, doesn't taste anything like it used to. I think it does. We're honoring Mickey Whitech, who interrupted his professional baseball career to serve for us in the Coast Guard. And the Coast Guard was a big deal in the war effort. Because there were, and we're going to play a, a bite later, a historical bite later, about the Japanese and a balloon attack. So appropriate given the Chinese balloon that idiot Biden let fly over our heads and over our entire continent, which killed people. World War II. So the Coast Guard was a big deal. Mickey Witek served in that Coast Guard during the war and interrupted a professional baseball career. So I said we uh, have Diana Campbell. Now, she's running with Chris Chermak. For the Republican nomination for Lackawanna County Commissioner, I had the pleasure of being with her, meeting her family last night, great people, at a uh, fundraiser at um, our friend Bill Rosado's house, uh, gorgeous house up in glamora We had a great time, all kinds of good people there, uh, and Diana was there, and I, I got to meet with her. I'd met her before, but she is with us now. Hi, Diana. How are you?
4: Hey, Bob, I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Good, good. Well, you you gave a good speech last night, so it sounds like you're uh, ready for action here for this primary, which is so uh, near us at this point. But uh, tell us, Diane, if you could, uh, what's on your mind, why are you running, and a little bit about yourself as well.
4: Sure. So I'm running. I love doing government. I really love. I've been doing government in Mayfield Borough for eight years, and it's just been a blast. My council members, my mayor, we work well together, and I think that's what government should be all about: finding, seeing the problems, and finding solutions together for the common good of all. And I, I love that. And your great and council members were th-
0: your great council members were there with you. Uh, several right. of them uh, last night from Mayfield. Uh, great.
4: Yes, I was happy to have them there. It Was a good time. So tell us, all right, you're running with Chris
0: Chermak. What what's motivating this ticket? What do you want to do, and why should people vote for you in this Republican primary? Geez, I think it's next
4: week. Yeah. 11 days, I believe. Yeah, 11 days. Um, <laughs> but who's yeah, counting? No, who's counting? That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so Chris and I got to know each other over the last several years of, with him being at the county and me with the borough. Um, I got to observe Chris in action. He got to see me in action, and uh, I, I just respect Chris so much with his, uh, his leadership skills, his fiscal responsibility with balancing the budget, and um, he's really a true pub- public servant everywhere I go people just respect him and I've respected him for that as well. And I think we'll really work well together. We're looking at November. We want to take over the majority, get it back into the Republican hands and do what's best for all of Lackawanna County.
0: That's good stuff. How how have you found the campaign trail county wide? You do discover that the uh, which I did. The county's pretty big.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It plus, is big. Plus, There's you're trying to I find Republicans, <laughs> so that's even yeah, harder. Yeah, that's a little tricky the too, The needle in sure, the haystack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody's been so supportive everywhere we go, and it's just been really encouraging to see people. They're just ready for some change. They want to see good government happen, and I think Chris and I are the ticket to do that.
0: Well, you are the endorsed candidates, uh, the Campbell-Chermac uh, ticket, and uh, has that helped?
4: Oh, I think absolutely it's helped. Absolutely. And I think running as a team is, is the biggest deal. You know, we're together doing it together. We think a lot alike, and we're a driving force together. And I think that that uh, people are happy about that, from what I can tell.
0: What kind of, uh, what kind of objectives do you and Chris Chermak have, Uh, Should you be the nominees? And let me ask the first question, the threshold question. Do you think you could win in the fall and in a county that voted 59 to 41 for John Fetterman just because he was a Democrat?
4: (laughs) It certainly will be an uphill battle in the fall. That's that. There's no doubt about that. But I think that that we have a good chance of, of making it through. You can't, you can't do it if you don't try, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> that's right. Knows the so. answer if you don't ask. That's right. It's already yeah. the answer.
4: Well, yeah. So we know it's going to be an uphill climb, but we got to give it a try.
0: Well, Diana Campbell, we appreciate it. And as I tell all the candidates and, and uh, mention to you, as a, a, a new countywide candidate who hadn't gotten m- much publicity for your work in Mayfield, uh, feel free to call any time, okay? Thank you. Thank you very much, Bob. All right, Diana, you take care. Yep, have a great day. All right, Diana Campbell running with Chris Jermak for the Republican nomination for Lackawanna County Commissioner. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of
1: law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
3: That clock at four.
0: Donchich. The step back three. You bet.
2: Music. You said my word